Hello there and welcome to the Pink Gin Ladies podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of Eliza Lamb. Yeah, so we both watched the new Netflix documentary and we felt really compelled to do an episode about it. Yeah, really interesting, so we just thought on that as well. before we get into the Eliza Lamb case we're just going to introduce ourselves so I'm Lydia and I'm Chloe and as you can probably tell from our name we like gin pink gin and we also like Greece we absolutely we're massive fans yeah we? we consider ourselves part of the pink ladies squad yeah we might have to get matching jackets now we actually could couldn't we yeah you got time on yeah I have do you I'm like sure. it yeah it's a bit patchy for my life. No, it's nice. I like it. I need to tan. I'm really pale. What, what tan do you use? Uh, this one from Superdrug. It smells so nice. It's in a pink bottle. Is it the eco-friendly one? I don't know, actually. I saw on the website that there's an eco-friendly one that you can buy refills for rather than buying a whole new bottle. Really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. But it was out of stock when I went to Superdrug, so I just got my usual. I'll have to look into it. I need to tan. I like it's getting nice though. I know. Well, I thought I'm starting to wear lilac and lilac always looks really like good. You've with... got lilac jeans on. So I, like I, like oh, I like it. I like it. In Zara, these like really nice jeans with a bright pink and I absolutely love them. Oh, you definitely should. You'd see Zara, pants are really weird size and I think. I just, best. yeah, I think Zara's awkward anyway for sizing. Yeah, even, it is. Yeah. I got some pants, they were a size bigger than what I am, and I can't even get them past my legs. It's ridiculous. Like, I know they'd fit because they're like flowy, but as soon as I just can't get them off. Well, I got these from Depop, um, but they're from originally Shein, and oh. I didn't expect Shein to be true to size, so I bought them thinking they're probably not going to mm. fit, but they're a really good fit. Are they? Yeah. Good. They're I really like comfort. Shein. I've never ordered off there though, but my sister has. Yeah, it's really, and it doesn't, I bought some house stuff from there, and it doesn't actually take that long. Oh, that's not bad. I might have to buy some holiday clothes. Yeah, so this episode is sponsored by Shein. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into the Eliza yeah. Lamb right. case then. Eliza Lamb was born in Canada on the 30th of April, 1991. So she would have been turning 30 later this month. Um, but she was actually 21 years old when she disappeared. Um, so we'll score more about the disappearance in a little bit. But first, we'll talk about like the Cecil Hotel, do you think? Yeah, I think we could go on to Cecil. Yeah, so if any of you have watched the, dis- um, the Netflix series, it was major- some of it was around like the Cecil Hotel. Um, so it opened in 1927 in LA. Yeah, so it was, I think it was downtown LA. Yeah, yeah, it was. So it was actually near the Skid Row, which is like well known for violence, crime, homeless people. It was very poverty stricken area. Yeah, the documentary said that um, there was basically no police, there were no rules, people were openly drug dealing. Um, yeah. Yeah, just committing horrendous crimes around there. Yeah, so that then led on into the actual Cecil Hotel. It was renowned for like suicides, murders, drugs, prostitution, everything, basically. Yeah, it gained the nickname Hotel Death because of how horrendous... Yeah, it was just infamous for being the location of numerous suicides and deaths. Um, And also... (laughs) Sorry, please excuse Flo, she is having a laughing fit. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's not funny. <laughs> it's actually really, really sad. Yeah. Sorry. 
I'm just laughing at myself because I'm losing my voice. Sorry, guys. So there was a few well-known serial killers to actually stay at the, stay at the um, Cecil Hotel. One of them was Richard Ramirez, and Jack. Oh, um, Jack Unterweger. Sorry, I thought you was asking me more about Richard Ramirez. No, I just couldn't pronounce Jack. <laughs> Jack Unterweger. He was an Austrian serial killer. Um, he committed murders in West Germany, Austria, Czechoslovakia, and the United States. He stayed at the Cecil Hotel in 1991, and while he was staying there, he killed three sex workers. Um, so that is pretty prolific. Um, yeah. We're going to be doing a TikTok about Jack Unterweger and all of his crimes. serious crimes. Yeah, and Richard Ramirez stayed in 1985. Um, there's also another Netflix series on him. Um, it was also known as The Night Stalker, which is the Netflix series. So definitely give that a watch, it's good. Yeah. Um, the Cecil Hotel also, I don't know if you know this, um, it also had links to the Black Dahlia. So, oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. I, I don't know much about it, but I have heard about it. So the Black Dahlia was um, this actress called Elizabeth Short. Her, her body was found mutilated. It was really, really tragic and nobody knew who she was for a while, hence the name, the Black Dahlia. But Elizabeth Short was actually seen having a drink at the Hotel Cecil's bar shortly before her murder and mutilation. So, did they ever find out who did it? No, but there is a big suspect. I think he was a doctor in the area. So they, they basically narrowed it down to one suspect, but there's no proof because everyone's dead from that time. So, yeah. Well, I assume, anyway. Sounds interesting. That's okay. So, in the actual Netflix documentary, um, the general manager at the time of Eliza Lamb's disappearance was Amy Price and she was the manager between 2007 and 2017 and she even said that she saw 80 deaths between her time there. That is madness. Could you imagine yeah. 80 deaths in 10 years in one place? I know. And it's just mental. Yeah. I don't know why it, it wasn't closed down after a few deaths. No. Well, they've, since 1927, there's been four suicides. So, so, four tenants have committed suicide. And one of them was a lady who jumped from the window and landed oh, on a I bystander. Heard about, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So she landed on a bystander who was just standing in the street below and they both died instantly, yeah. which is just absolutely tragic and everything. So the actual hotel was. They'd have guests staying there, but they also had their usual tenants. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people would pay to stay there and actually live there rather than stay there yeah. as a hotel. Because it was really cheap per night. When the, yeah. I can't remember exactly how much it was, but I think Richard Ramirez paid fourteen dollars a night to stay there. Mm. So, but that was nineteen eighty-five, so maybe a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Who knows? But when Eliza Lamb found the Hotel Cecil, it was actually rebranded into a hotel called The Stay on Main. So she just thought it was a cheap hotel. Obviously, she's from Canada, so she doesn't know the locals' view on the Hotel Cecil. Yeah. So she found it online, saw that it was cheap, and decided that's where she was going to stay when she went travelling. Yeah, she went travelling in 2013. Um, so she was doing... A journey of is it? I don't know what coast it is. Is it the West Coast? That rings a bell. West. Coast. I don't know. We, it was um, a coast yeah. in America. Yeah, and <laughs> then she visited downtown LA. So the actual disappearance of Eliza Lamb. So her parents agreed to let her come to 
LA if on the condition that she'd bring them every day. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> when she didn't ring for a few days, he found it very suspicious and decided to raise questions about it. Yeah, so on the 1st of February 2013, she was due to check out of the hotel. Yeah. Of the stay on Main Cecil Hotel. Um, obviously, her parents hadn't heard anything from her and were expecting to. Yeah. But when, when they did it, they called the police. <clears throat> Sorry, reported her as a missing person and, and then straight away travelled to LA to help find her. Yeah, so um, no one could track where she was, no one knew her whereabouts. She was very known for posting on Tumblr and none of, no, like on a Tumblr post, there was nothing to say where she went that night. There was like photo video footage of her the day that she disappeared oh this footage i remember this when it first came out it is so weird and creepy it is really creepy so if any of you haven't watched it we definitely recommend it yeah. it is a bit creepy and scary though so this footage eliza was in the hotel elevator and it was actually released by the la police and um, to try and <coughs> get the public's help on finding her um so actually in the elevator you could see like her hands are very moving very strangely she can be seen a bit like talking to someone yeah so she's stepping in and out of the elevator she's looking around the corners and then at one point she stood outside the yeah, elevator and for... she presses all the but like all the buttons yeah. on the and her hands just they just don't look human in a way her, yeah, hand, her fingers like look bent. elongated and yeah. bent it's really weird um and it's 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 worse when you know that that's the last time somebody was ever seen yeah that's the really last creepy. footage um so there's lots of like speculation around the actual video people think that there was someone there like video experts have like edited it down and looked at each individual second and someone said that they thought they could see a foot on the outside of the elevator. Yeah. But that that's it really. There's not much to go off. Yeah, and it is really weird because the elevator isn't closing. I know a lot of people have said that there is a button in the elevator that makes the doors not close. But the weirdest thing about it is, even though the doors aren't closing because she's pressed that button, the second she walks away, well maybe a few seconds after she walks away from the elevator, the doors close. Mm. It's really strange. If I've got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is just, it's just scary. But originally when Eliza stayed at the Stay On Main, she was sharing a room with some girls. I don't yeah, think yeah. she knew them. I think, I tried to find information about it online, but there isn't much. I think she was just staying in, you know, like- Kind of like a hostel type Yeah, thing. a hostel yeah. room. But the girls that she was staying with reported her to the reception because she kept leaving them sticky notes telling them that they need to leave she doesn't like them she was acting oddly is the only thing they've said yeah um, but again i can't find any information about who these girls are that said that there's n nothing on the netflix documentary about interviewing them it's that's just yeah. a whole strange thing in yeah itself. it kind of just touched on it it didn't really go into detail yeah um so eliza lamb actually has mental health issues um she ran medication them and if you look on a tumblr it is still at, like you can still look at all the posts some of the posts she does type like write about is 
is a lot about mental health yeah. and how she's struggling and trying to cope with everyday life. Um, I can't remember what mental health problems she has. Like, so she had depression and I think she, she self-diagnosed herself with bipolar disorder. Right, yeah. But I don't know if it was if she like thought she had it and then got diagnosed because on the post I've read she was saying she thinks she has it yeah but then on her bio on Tumblr it does say that she's a 20 something year old with bipolar disorder so she was on medication for a depression but obviously don't know anything about this bipolar whether she's on medication for that um but apparently just before she went missing according to her roommates she did stop taking her medication so that could be linked to her disappearance. Yeah. So she actually disappeared for over two weeks before anyone found her. And there were there was a lot of conspiracies. Because the police shared the elevator clip online, the public got involved and so many conspiracy theories came up about it. Um, the main one obviously being the hotel was on Skid Row. That's where a lot of crime takes place. There's a lot of dodgy people hanging around there and Eliza is kind of like a naive Canadian young girl. Could she have got mixed up in something that she shouldn't have been involved in? Yeah. Another conspiracy I heard from people watching the video is that she was possessed. Yeah. Yeah, there was something about um, a Korean Korean elevator oh, game. Oh, elevator game, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. I don't know what this game is, but I've heard that. It's something like, I'm sure it was something like it gets you to the the first level of hell or something. Is If you press the buttons in the right order, it'll take you there. Why would anyone want to do that? I don't know. I really don't Even know. just watching that video scared me. I wouldn't want to play that game. No. So yeah, people I, had lots of consequences. Yeah, my, my favourite one. It's just so out there, but so weird. Have you, I don't know if you've heard about this one. Is that it was a tuberculosis cover-up. Oh, yeah, I have heard that, actually, yeah. yeah. So, basically, there was um, a vaccine for tuberculosis because there had been an outbreak. Oh, no, it wasn't a vaccine. There'd been an outbreak of tuberculosis in downtown LA. So, a test they were giving to people to test if they had tuberculosis was called the Lamp Eliza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was just around the time she went missing. So, a lot of people kind of, like... Put two and two together and thought... Yeah, put assumed the government were involved somehow in her disappearance um really really strange yeah there's a lot of questions still to this day that no one really knows the answer to yeah and my i know we're gonna get onto our, our thoughts later yeah, but yeah my my thoughts from the beginning was that a staff member was involved with her disappearance yeah i don't think i don't think she just went off on her own no like when we get into the, like the discovery of her, we can talk more in depth about yeah. that. So she was found 19 days after she was reported missing and she was actually found in a water tank on the roof and she was naked. She had no clothes on her. So, so strange. It is, especially when you think about the fact there had already been a roof check by the police, by police dogs and helicopters and nobody saw that the water tank's lid was off. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, this is the worst bit. I, I do apologize for this. <laughs> um, the guests of the hotel were reporting the water tasting weird. And it had like a weird color to it. Yeah. So obviously the maintenance guy went up to the water tank and found Eliza's decomposing body and the guests had been drinking that water. 
to do. I would never go on holiday ever again. Mm. That would be horrible. That would be horrible. But also, I don't know about you, them, the, the guests that were in the documentary were really annoying me. It's like a little a girl has gone missing and died and you're just making it about how much of a miserable time you was having in LA. Yeah, yeah. They were really, really annoying me. Um, but that's just you really seem bothered at all. They no. just wanted to know why they were staying and all. It's such an inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah, they really made out like her death was an inconvenience to them. Honestly. I wonder if they've done any more interviews on them. That'd be quite interesting to see what Yeah. Well, they did show a clip of them being interviewed on the day they found the body, didn't they? Did the, I'm sure that. on the documentary, um, it did show the lady being interviewed about the water being weird. But I might have made that up. But I don't think I did. They just seem like yeah. they want attention and money basically from this experience. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, she was found in a water tank. It's very suspicious, like that the water tank was really high up, so how did she yeah. end up in there? How did she get to the roof? Yeah. So the police determined that she would that she climbed up on the roof. Through a fire escape? Was yeah, it? through a fire escape because she could only could only get onto the roof with keys. But why was she naked? Yeah. I mean I guess hypothermia does make you believe that you're hot. So you take your clothes off. It just doesn't really add up. So I think they tested her to see whether she'd actually had any sexual assault, and she didn't. And when they did an autopsy on her body, the cause of death was drowning. But um, also showed the medication she was taking was very low in levels to what she was prescribed. So she'd been off the medication for since she'd been there, basically. It is really, really sad. So, I mean, the documentary, in my opinion, was biased, but it and it did kind of lead with the idea she was having a mental episode. Is that what they yeah. call it? Yeah. A mental episode, and went up to the roof for whatever reason and decided to climb into the water tank and take her clothes off. Um, I don't think she will have purposefully killed herself. Even if she did do that, I think she will have just not realise she's about to die from doing that. Yeah. Because all over a Tumblr she talks about how much she wants to die but would never ever act on it. And I do believe that. Yeah. She wasn't trying to kill herself. No. So should we go on to thoughts a little bit? Yeah, I mean I've already been yeah, yeah. sharing mine, so yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> obviously there's lots of conspiracy theories, lots of people have their views on what's happened and from supernatural to suicide, um, to murder, or covered up. I I think it is. I'm saying as you. I think it is covered up yeah. by the hotel. Yeah. Like just the way that the manager was talking in the like in the series, it was very suspicious. And she didn't really seem bothered. She was like laughing, like yeah. but not laughing, not like haha, but she would like giggle and chuckle when she was saying certain things, mm. um, like things you just don't giggle and chuckle about. Really. Yeah. And if I'd seen 80 deaths in 10 years, I would not be the same person. No. I mean, I guess maybe that took a toll on her and that's why she's a bit weird in the documentary and kind yeah. of acting like death is a normal thing, but... Just comes off strange though, doesn't it? Especially if you've been interviewed about a disappearance at the hotel where you're a manager. Yeah. You would, act, you would act 
remorseful and upset but she was kind of just being like well it is Eliza's fault and and she didn't say those exact words but that that was what she was implying yeah yeah very very suspicious yeah so um I yeah I definitely think yeah maybe not the manager but a staff member was involved and it was a cover-up yeah but the building's been bought now by a new guy. Is it? Yeah, and I think it's it should be opening November this year, reopening. Mm-hmm. I bet they get loads of attraction. Yeah. Ever since that documentary. Yeah, well I think I think American Horror Story Hotel was based on it. I've literally just rewatched it. It's so good. I love that. Yeah, season. so the Hotel Cortez. So it actually it is based upon the Cecil Hotel. Right. And it actually shows Richard Ramirez in there. Oh, does it? Yeah. I've not seen it for ages, so I don't remember that. So there's some other serial killers, and they all, like, meet on Halloween night for Devil's Night. Yeah. And Lady Gaga's in it. Also, did you know that Lady Gaga was in the series before? Why not? Yeah, she was, like, the the witchy... Yeah. Demon. Yeah. Roanoke. Growing up, there we go. You know, I, said it wrong. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> I know you did. That's all right. I'm used to it by now. <laughs> but yeah, so that's really good. Yeah. How was bringing the American Horror Story out? I've still not seen the 80s, um, 1984. I think it is. I've still not seen that. Have you? Oh, yeah, I, I like it. I, I really, really want to watch it. it. It's like it's got a twist. I like it when it has a twist. Oh, don't be telling me that now, because I'll watch the whole season. Like, oh, I wonder what this twist is gonna be. <laughs> uh, it shows it fairly early on. Oh, does it? Yeah, like you okay. don't have to wait till the end of the series. I started rewatching Scream Queens. I had uh, seen that. Oh, it's really good. It's is on it? Disney Plus. Oh, well, I, I tell a lie. I watched it the first time and I thought, oh my god, this is absolutely hilarious and it's genius. And then. I've started re-watching it and I'm like, I don't know why I found this as good as I did, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Anyway, I think that, yeah. that summarises our first ever podcast. Thank you for listening and bearing with us. Yeah, please excuse if it's a bit all over. We are very new to this. Yeah, we will be getting better. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a podcast coming out every Monday. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, all the pot, like any updates on the podcast will be put on Instagram anyway so if you follow us on Instagram or any social media really yeah so we're on, on we're on Instagram Facebook we've got TikTok, TikTok account, Twitter got, yeah and a YouTube account and yeah. we will be posting YouTube videos so we are just the pink gin ladies everywhere on social apart from Twitter where it's pink gin ladies without the the um, and if you want to catch us on email, maybe send us any suggestions for episodes. Oh more. yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. And we are eventually going to have some guests on our show. Yes, so it's so really exciting. If you'd like to come on, yeah. email us. It's thepinkginladies at gmail dot com. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you next week when yeah. we talk about the effects COVID nineteen have had on us. Yeah. And our aspirations and goals. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. It really will. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys.